Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you're listening, you're having a great start to your Friday. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, and the Road to Atlanta Podcast, as well as a brand new podcast with Battery Power Site Manager Chris Willis and Stephen Tolbert, who you can follow at B Outliers on Twitter. A great new podcast that really dives deep into some of the more interesting and exciting Braves topics that come up throughout the weeks. All of this great podcast content can be found also free on all podcast platforms. Wherever you listen to podcasts, that's where we will be for free. Just hit that subscribe button, and it's more than likely you're going to get some new content available to you right away. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find myself at StatsSAC on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. And on a night that was pretty exciting for multiple reasons, if you're an NBA fan, big night when it comes to the 2022 NBA draft. If you're a Hawks fan or, you know, a fan of another basketball team, certainly hope you're pleased with your team's with your team's decision making on draft night. But when it comes to the Braves, it's hard to find a hotter team in baseball, and it's really fun to see Atlanta Coming off their 14-game winning streak, you know, that was ended over the weekend, they lost a series that they probably should not have lost to the Cubs on the road, but hey, sometimes you, you just drop series that you shouldn't. But for the fact that the Braves, coming off a month straight worth of games against teams that they were better than on paper, they should have beat like they did, coming off a 14-game winning streak, coming back home and facing a team to the caliber of the Giants, another team along with the Braves, who is right in the playoff hunt. When it comes to the National League, the Braves were able to take three of four against the Giants. Now, it was pretty exciting. (laughs) If you're someone who enjoys close baseball, that's exactly what occurred, is the Braves, in in each of their three wins... One by one run. Of course, a walk-off on Monday night, a walk-off on Wednesday, and then after getting a big lead on Thursday, the Giants crept back in the game, but the Braves were able to hold them off thanks to the offense continuing to shine through. And one of the big things that has really helped out is the Braves being able to figure out left-handers. Once again, seven runs in the game started by a left-hander. Alex Wood was on the mound yesterday for the Giants. But Dansby Swanson hit two home runs. Travis Darno added an RBI. Michael Harris added another RBI. The Braves offense was able to find its success early, and that gave Kyle Wright room to work with. Now, one of the other interesting narratives from the game is that we're starting to see Kyle Wright a bit probably come back down to earth, probably regress. As I've talked about early on in the season, Kyle Wright's ability to 
to improve the ability to strike people out consistently, but also be able to get ground balls. It gave him multiple ways to be able to limit offenses. Well, the league is starting to adjust a bit, I think, to Kyle Wright as he you know, has not been as dominant over his past few starts as he was over the past two months of the regular season. But what stands out is that now with how good the Braves' offense is rolling, Kyle Wright doesn't have to necessarily be as dominant, especially with Charlie Morton now getting back into his groove, you can even out to where Charlie Morton now may be, you know, much better than he was, while Kyle Wright may not be as good as he was. It evens out, but again, it really helps out when your offense is rolling as good as the Braves' offense is. Of course, you know, a little bit of concern when it comes to the bullpen. Will Smith and Kenley Jansen both allowing um, a run each. Jock Peterson hit his second home run of the series. So, not much to complain about. Just a few points of observation where you start to see that, you know, you're hoping that the Braves bullpen and, and, you know, Kyle Wright can regain their dominant form that they have shown many times this season. But also, especially on a day when you don't have a Ronald Acuna Jr. in the lineup and, you know, you have, you know, basically a lot of regulars who are sitting, the Braves just continue to roll on. And it's a lot of fun to see how well they are playing. That is certainly going to have to continue. Obviously, it was an exciting start to the week with Jock Peterson back in town getting his World Series ring with the Giants. He hit a couple of home runs. Fans were glad to see him. But if you think that things were exciting with Jock Peterson returning to town, it's going to be even more interesting and exciting once the Dodgers come to town and first baseman Freddie Freeman returns to Atlanta for the first time, comes to Atlanta for the first time in another team's uniform. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. So this weekend promises to be very exciting for the Braves, for the fan base, and, and everyone who, you know, obviously has enjoyed Freddie Freeman over the past decade plus when it came to him being an outstanding ball player, outstanding professional, and outstanding person. 
you know, for the Atlanta Braves. I know, obviously, that back in April or back in March when everything went down, when the Matt Olson trade was announced, you know, a few days later, the Freddie Freeman signing with the Dodgers was announced. There was certainly some, you know, a bit of drama, you know, a bit of fallout from that, you know, going through spring training into the regular season. But thankfully, it seemed to have been squashed, um, you know, in April, especially with the Braves playing the Dodgers early on in the season. Um, any type of negative tidbit, any type of fallout drama, what have you, from you know the Olsen trade and the signing with Freeman seemed to die down pretty quickly. And Freddie Freeman has been his normal self with the Dodgers. He he is starting to heat up. He's starting to hit his groove that we, we've all become accustomed to, much like he did in the second half of, of last season. You know, now with eight home runs, 45 RBIs, and 880 OPS, he's performing like Freddie Freeman. And 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 the thing that I'll say is this, is that the hope is is that it, it's just, it's going to be a, a fun weekend. I think that there obviously is going to be plenty of stories, plenty of narratives, headlines, things such as that. But it will hopefully be a, a fun weekend for everyone. You know, it seems as if it's, it, it's you know, quickly been accepted that, you know, this is, this is reality and this is the future. You know, Freddie Freeman plays for the Dodgers. The Braves traded for Matt Olson, who's been just fine, and they have him long-term as a, as a part of their current core. And both the Braves and Dodgers are once again playing some of the best baseball in the National League. They may potentially again meet in the playoffs. But any type of negativity, any type of, you know, continued fallout from this past offseason when, you know, Freddie Freeman, you know, time with the Braves ended, it seems as if th th that is ended as well. And, you know, while this, you know, s there will be nostalgia, there will certainly, I'm sure, be emotions for many uh, over the weekend when Freddie Freeman returns, especially tonight when he makes his first plate appearance. My hope is, is that it's one of those classic plate appearances that, you know, many of us like to watch on YouTube for years after, where you see, you know, the, the former franchise, the face of the franchise return to face his former team for the first time. Hopefully it'll be one of those great moments the Braves fan base made some amazing moments during the playoffs last year. The hope is, and I'm certainly this will be the case, they'll have another, they'll make another one of those amazing moments when Freddie Freeman returns. It's going to be a lot of fun to see Freddie Freeman back in Truist Park and in Atlanta. You know, you know, he. I don't think anyone questions Freddie Freeman's love for the Braves and love for Braves fans, and certainly, you know. I would highly, highly expect and look forward to obviously the Braves fan base returning, you know, those same feelings to Freddie tonight as he makes his return to Atlanta for the first time in another team's uniform. It, it should be a lot of fun to see. But of course, it's going to be very, you know, significant to see this series as well. So as we discussed, the Braves on this homestand, you know, the hope was coming off again how many games the Braves played against teams that, you know, were not to the caliber of the Braves. The Braves, again, played 29 straight games uh, before the series against the Giants, in which you could have may easily make the argument the Braves were the better team in the series. So coming into this homestand, now I talked about it, it's been talked about in several different places, could the Braves continue their outstanding play against significantly better competition? Well, yeah, all the games were close, but the Braves figured out how to take three or four games against the Giants. All they need to do in this series against the Dodgers is win one game, and they will be at least 4-3 and three on this homestand, and that is an absolute positive. You take that all day long if you're Atlanta, in my opinion. But there also is more than enough opportunity for the Braves to be able to win multiple games over this homestand. But it's going to be a lot of fun to see 
how a couple of young Braves pitchers face off against the Dodgers. Now, we've seen Ian Anderson, who will be on the mound tonight for Atlanta, we've seen him start to kind of get back into his normal groove. He's had to, two of his better starts, you know, in, in recent weeks. And hopefully, the hope is, is that he could start to really find his groove, really find some success. It'll be interesting to see how he does tonight against the Dodgers. And then, of course, on Sunday, Spencer Strider facing the Dodgers after his worst start as, you know, as being a part of the starting rotation in the Giants, was that just a fluke? The fact that, you know, Spencer Strider, you know, struggled against a bit better lineup than he usually, than he has faced so far, ran into a bit of bad luck, but can he have success against a much better lineup in the Dodgers than he's faced before in his previous competition? So how Ian Anderson and Spencer Strider perform over the weekend, I think is going to be very interesting to see. Of course, the other thing that stands out for the Braves is opportunity. We again know they showed it on Thursday. We again know this offense has been performing extremely well when it comes to facing left-handers. Arguably the best offense against Southpaws in the in the majors so far this season. Well, they're going to be starting off against Julio Urias today. Julio Urias tonight and then they'll be facing off against Andrew Heaney. On Saturday, Tony Gonsolin will be going for the Dodgers on Sunday. So, so no Walker Bueller who, who's out with injury. The Braves have some pretty even pitching matchups in this series. I would say the Dodgers probably have the advantage tonight. Max Freed on the mound for the Braves on Saturday probably gives them the advantage. And then, you know, you can say the Dodgers have the advantage on Sunday. But the point is is that the Braves' offense can keep rolling, and especially with Ronald Acuna Jr. back in the lineup and all that, if the Braves' offense can continue to roll, then the focus comes on the pitching. Can Ian Anderson continue to build off his recent string of success? Can Max Reed continue to look like a Cy Young candidate? And can Spitzer Strider bounce back? I think that's what's going to be the most interesting narrative of this series, besides, obviously, Freddie Freeman, is can the Braves starting pitching either bounce back or continue to go good against some of the toughest competition it'll face all season. And of course, another thing that falls into the Braves' favor is that the Dodgers will be without, you know, potential MVP candidate Mookie Betts as, as he is out with injury. You know, the so the Braves will be facing, I know the Braves are without Ozzie Albies themselves, but the Braves not having to worry about Mookie Betts in the series is definitely a plus. So it'll be highly, highly interesting to see how the Braves pitching staff can find success. And also the hope is, is that the Braves bullpen can get back to, you know, getting clean innings as well. So Freddie Freeman returning to Atlanta, that's going to make all the headlines. But can the Braves starting pitching really start to stay, really stay consistent? And can the Braves offense once again take advantage of facing a few Southpaws to start this series against the Dodgers? It's going to be a lot of fun. Hope wherever you're watching and enjoying it, you are enjoying it. And make sure that you enjoy the latest from all the great podcasts here on the Battery Power Podcast Network at BatteryPower.com, at Battery Power SBN, and free on all podcast platforms wherever you choose to listen. My name's Sean Coleman. Until next time, we'll talk to you again soon. Go Braves. Enjoy this weekend. Great to see Freddie Freeman back in Atlanta. Until next time, we'll talk to you again soon here on the Daily Hammer. <laughs>